0: Today's guest trained as a structural engineer in Hungary and then changed her career to become an interior designer. Let's find out how she changed career and how she managed to set up a business and make it really successful. Welcome to the Hubcast, brought to you by the Interior Designers Hub, where we help and support interior designers to get trained, get into the industry and to grow wildly successful businesses. If you want to work in the field you love, create the lifestyle you desire and make the money you truly deserve, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kate Hatherall. Let's get into it. I am super excited to be interviewing Aggie Agox today. Hi, Aggie. Hi Kate how are you nice to be here as well. (laughs) Very well thank you thank you very much for joining the Hubcast today. Yeah thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about your business you're already an interior designer so what sort of design do you do where are you?
1: yeah so i am based just outside north london now we uh just last year we bought a little house with my partner so i moved out of london but i still kind of covering the north london area and Uh i have been in business the second time <laughs> in interior design since 2020 and I mostly uh, design um, and manage four renovations uh, in contemporary minimal soft industrial style so Amazing. I have a different profession uh, too <laughs> uh, before that but I have been I, I did I did qualify as an interior designer back in 2010. Uh, And I kind of started picking up clients back home in Hungary. But then um, I moved to London in 2013 and that was just not even in the picture. I didn't know anyone. So it was easy to uh, get a job in my original profession as a structural engineer, uh, construction commercial manager. And then I just forgot about it until 2020, I guess. Okay, yeah, so, so talk me through kind of
0: how that how that whole journey sort of worked. So when you um, you know kind of became an adult, did you go and study the structural engineering, or was there some stuff that you did before that? Talk us through kind of the chronology of it.
1: Yeah, so after high school, which uh, we finish uh, around the age of eighteen, I went to university and I got a master's degree in structural engineering. Now uh, I. As much as I loved uni and I actually still do love this profession it was kind of suggesting my uh, by my grandmother so she probably saw something I didn't at the time (laughs) that I would enjoy that so it was kind of her idea that I go to this architecture um, civil engineering uh, route so um, I finished my master's degree in five years but i was already working full-time in construction and uh, i carried on working in construction basically up to two years ago so even then um i had a little gap year in 2009 uh, 2009 2010 my first kind of burnout um, that's when I uh, enrolled into this uh, interior design course, which was, um, I just thought, always like that's such a cool thing but i never actually thought of getting a qualification so this time taking some break from my profession i rolled into a course and and i completed it was very different back then i must say (laughs) it was very very different um and uh, i was just lucky to to have some clients but they were more, more, more like a paid hobby. I wasn't really doing it in a business setup, and I didn't even think of how to set up a business uh, around interior sure. design. Yeah. And so, so it sounds to say you've had a passion
0: for interior design for quite yeah. a long time. So, what was the trigger
1: for you to say, right now, I'm going to go for it? This is a very interesting uh, question because I think the love for interior design in the first place was probably coming from a place where um, I grew up with my uh, father and uh, our living conditions were not very ideal, not just because of, a lot of the lack of a, a woman in the house, but just like generally as well, we were not like, um, you're not like poor but there, there was just no mean of having a beautiful home and I just remember from very early on like six year old I can remember back I, I was always dreaming about a beautiful house
0: <laughs> beautiful
1: family and all that and when I uh, first got married I was kind of like planning for a baby and all that and that's when it hit me that I need to be a bit more free from employment and I just want to be in control in my time and in my life a little bit more and it it was actually a result of a quite uh, a long thinking process uh, should I say (laughs) in 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 which period I didn't come up with anything (laughs) but then it was just like this and then I, oh, why not interior design when I have loved it so much and so for so long so um yeah this is this is what just kind of like just a sign at the time to to pursue that yeah
0: so how did you pursue it what were you know how did you put things in place what did you actually do to move from structural engineering into being interior design obviously you already had your qualification from years before but how did you then you know get started with your business
1: yeah so the first the first time around it was just pure luck really I was telling um friends and family that I have just completed this uh the internet there was probably not even Instagram at the time I don't know so uh, a friend uh contacted me with some um some of his contact was looking for an interior designer and it was just rolling on and on from that point like their friends also contacted me and then their friends and their friends but while the second time I, i i couldn't actually i couldn't have done it without the the hub because um i did start in 2019 thinking about okay so Now that I'm a bit more settled, like physically and like um, legally as well (laughs) in the country, um, I I knew more people. Obviously, I had my web connections and more friends as well. So I started my, I remember I started um, by buying my uh, domain um, for my website. And I started doing my website and then I set up my Instagram and then I was like, trying with these um was that bark.com and things like that but I had absolutely no direction either time Mm -hmm. not the first time and not even second time even though I was much older and much more experienced but I did I didn't actually know what I was doing at all yeah but nobody teaches us this stuff, right? It's not as if not um, really. you know they teach
0: you how to set up a business in school or even in design school. These things aren't really taught.
1: And but, you know, I I even even uh, even though I already got a second master's degree in business um, later on, uh, and and in two thousand seventeen, and then that that's also wasn't helpful (laughs) in this particular situation so there's a real um, difference isn't there between setting up a business a small business and studying business it's kind of they're they're different I mean uh, you know that uh, business uh, roadmap uh, your business roadmap I do believe it would be kind of applicable to a whole range of businesses to be honest Uh, I, I find it very um yeah there are lots of lots of things that you can use in other setting up other businesses as well but uh but even in, in, in this business uh, school, which was specifically for people who already had master's degrees in other professions, they don't actually tell you how to set up. They more tell you about how to run a business and cash flow and accounting and all sorts of things. Yeah. But finances, but but not actually setting up a business. So And since then, I... I, I have done so many courses, I can't even tell you, but uh, there were bits of it that was very similar uh, to some part of the, um, your roadmap, but non- none of them actually tells you how to set up a business like this. Exactly.
0: So when you joined the hub, you then had access to the roadmap and then all of the trainings that went alongside that. So how did that help you to get your business going?
1: so that massively hurt me and uh, I think my first touch point with the hub was actually the pricing um, challenge yeah and then that just um, I don't know if we, we had to join to any Facebook groups at that point or something like that but I know that after that within weeks there was the design challenge which you are about to run again or is it running already Yes, yeah, su- yeah, we Oh, moment. I love yeah. that one. I love absolutely <laughs> love that one. And that was more like a little bit because there were some little videos uh, you talking to us on the pricing challenge as well. But doing the design challenge was was just like a, a, a re- reinforcing of like how how you work and what co- kind of person you are and uh, support from your team as well. So I did that, and I think somehow, that's what made me go on the website. And the short version of the roadmap was one of the free resources at the time. And that was like, yeah i need that one (laughs) (laughs) this is what i need that that was something like it was already super helpful and the what not to do at this stage was almost even more helpful than the what to do at this stage um and that's when that's when i i actually joined the hub this this whole little journey that i described was probably the matter of two, three weeks and then in January, early January 2020, I was already a, uh, a hub insider. Um, the actual trainings around the, the business setup, that's something I still go back again and again. Um, yeah. I, I probably did tell this to one of the ladies the new ones in the in the group, in, in the Facebook group, because the first time around, I worked it through, but I was in a very different situation. I was still in my uh, full-time job, so that was very limited what I could do with my business. The second time around, which was a year later, a year ago, um, I was again in a different situation because I quit my job, which wouldn't have been possible if I didn't do the first round around the first yeah. round with the with the with the business setup. Um and then now I'm planning to go back again, especially uh to the uh, ideal client um and uh and the packages and what I'm offering uh because I'm gonna have a baby soon so I can't oh, possibly carry on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the way i set up myself this time last year i can't do that obviously so i need to just tweak it a little bit so i think that's that's a that's a really good resource in the in the in the membership for sure um and i i i think it's i I was actually thinking whether i should or i shouldn't revisit this often but um i decided it's if it's need, if it's needed to be re- revisited, then just just do it. And there's there's no Absolutely. big deal. I had okay. to change <laughs> anyway. I so. think
0: businesses um, change and businesses evolve, and all of those um, sort of foundational pieces of work that you do that say this is how I want my business to be, it can be a great starting point. But actually, things can change, and you know your life circumstances can change as they have with you, and it's okay to go back. And to revisit things and to plan things differently than you did before
1: yeah as well as uh, as we as we as you said as the as the business evolves and we probably get in touch with more and more people and we realize oh i probably don't want to work with this kind of uh clientele and i i i actually much prefer working in a different way so it's uh, especially in the first few years i i think it's the it changes a lot, but it's very important to have something to always come back in the hub and just re-watch the uh, mini trainings. I don't always re-watch all of it, but I, there are certain, certain uh, lessons that I, I have watched quite a few times, just uh, as a reminder um, as well.
0: Amazing. So, so you've got your business up and running. You're going to do a bit of reworking of it as you prepare for your new baby. Um, and it sounds as though you know you're kind of in a good place, doing something that you really enjoy and love.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's totally life changing, and uh, I have to be very grateful for two things, or some of the Well, people. <laughs> One is certainly the hub, and then and uh, and. Particularly this uh, business roadmap, but also um, the community in 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 the Facebook. Even though I haven't been very active in the past month because I was just taking a break, but that's priceless. And you know, when when there is this lesson about the uh, imposter syndrome, I think it's massively helpful to to avoid that as well. I know that it c- it can be the other way around a little bit because some of the designers are just amazing and then you might think oh I can't do that but at the same time when you compare yourself like oh yeah yeah I, I can actually do that and she is running a successful business I can absolutely do this so that's all fine so but also it's just it's just a fun environment to to be uh, as well and then obviously my partner is very supportive he's is allowing me to pursue my dream uh, I didn't have to make any kind of sort of deal with him. Is like in in terms of how long we can go on like this. He just said uh, his only condition was just just not to give up. So that's not an option. Now I've started. Um, obviously, it's quite hard at the beginning. Um, I'm not quite hitting all the goals that I would love to, but at the same time, I. I said probably too big goals as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Absolutely, so. And, and
0: you feel you you feel your way through it as well, don't you? And sometimes you have yeah. to adjust expectations of how it's going to be. But I'm so pleased for you, and so pleased that you're really, you know, you found your thing and that you're really enjoying it. If there was some advice that you could give either your younger self or somebody starting out now, what advice would you give? Um.
1: Well, my youngest uh, i i probably yeah this is hard this is hard <laughs> i i think i for someone who starts now i would certainly um suggest that they start with start within a design firm first to get a bit more confidence, but with a deadline for actually moving on and do it by themselves. Uh, the sooner the better, I think. Um, I, I have been interested in joining a design firm as well when when I decided to uh, pursue this again. But to be honest, uh, the, the salaries they pay is totally not worth the effort that the designers have to put in. So I would certainly encourage people to go solo or build their own business and um, even even just like a one person business or with a small team that I'm planning. I'm not I'm not planning on a, on a big uh, firm at all. Um, yep. Yeah, so just just to, because in a more protective environment, which a design fir- firm can give you, it's easier to learn and thrive because it's safer, but then you have to get out and do your own thing because it becomes very restrictive very soon. Amazing, okay.
0: Thank you so much. It's really interesting to hear your journey and to see how you've got where you are today. Aggie. are you happy to play a game of designer this or that to round off our session? Yeah,
1: I'm very excited. (laughs) That sounds like fun.
0: (laughs) It is. It's going to be fun. It might be very surprising
1: what I I will say.
0: (laughs) I think sometimes people are surprised by their answers, I have to say. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to put a minute on the clock and then I'm going to give you some different options and you just need to choose which is your favorite. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go coordinated or eclectic? Eclectic.
1: Brass or chrome? Uh, Brass. Farrow and ball or little green? Oh my God, little green.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Little green, okay. Art deco or pop art? Mm, Art deco. Floral or plain? Plain. Symmetrical or asymmetrical? Asymmetrical. New or recycled? Uh,
1: Recycled leather or vegan um leather
0: brand paints or color matched paints brand paints faux plants or real plants real plants all the way (laughs) plumping cushions or karate chopping cushions
1: (laughs) plumping (laughs) then karate (laughs) (laughs) both i'm not sure that's allowed
0: (laughs) okay we are out of time aggie thank you so much for playing designer this or that with me today
1: thank you very much good questions Um, by the way i thought they were easier they were not that easy
0: it's not easy when you're on the spot is it definitely not aggie thank you so much for joining me here today on the hubcast and sharing your journey into interior design and we wish you all of the success um for the future not just for the business but with the baby as well and um yeah thank you very much for being here today
1: thank you very much kate for inviting me today
0: Thank you for tuning in to Hubcast by the Interior Designers Hub. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a screenshot and share it to Facebook, Instagram or your favourite social media channel. Make sure to tag me in at Interior Designers Hub and let me know what you enjoyed about this episode. I reply to each and every comment. I'd also like to offer you an incredible free gift, which is going to show you the exact roadmap that you need to take to become a wildly successful interior designer. It shares our secrets to business success. If you'd like to get your hands on that, head on over to interiordesignershub.co.uk forward slash roadmap right now. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.